So my plan as of right now, because you're working on Friday, right? Yeah. Is I'll probably come down sometime in the afternoon on Friday. Okay. I won't leave it like the crack of dawn, like I normally do. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How's things down in Florida? Sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Hot and sticky. Is it going to be nice when I come down? Probably not. <laughs> so, so um, I will be down there next week for a special you will. thing yes. that I guess we'll talk about after it happens. Yes. We've been invited somewhere. Somewhere very cool. Um, in Orlando, so coming down for the weekend. Boys yes. weekend. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Gonna nerd out. Uh yeah. So uh that should be fun. Yes. Yes. Hopefully we'll talk all about it next week. Yes. Hopefully it'll be a better time than all the shit that's going on this weekend. Uh yeah. <sighs> I know people yep, are thoughts and prayers. Uh, yeah, I know. Ver- I know a lot of people are very pro gun, but there comes a time when you have to look at what's going on and saying, "We need to look at this." I understand mm-hmm. people wanting to to keep their guns and whatever, but this shit's getting out of hand. It is, and it's not going to stop until those people in power are taken out yeah one way or another i mean so, you know there's, so, there's got to be a way to limit their their money making that doesn't require them to make the laws or whatever right you know when i see these stupid hackers who are who are you know getting social security numbers from capital one and shit it's like why the fuck aren't you going after these assholes and do something good with this because because there's no money in it those people that are stealing credit card numbers right. are, are there to get money, and that's all. But they should balance it. Do like a Robin Hood thing. Well, I thought that's what um, Anonymous was way back in the day. Yeah, but that didn't really work. <laughs> and that neither did that idiot Julian Assange. Well, yeah. But yeah, it, and and all the people that are out there saying, "Oh, these people are mentally ill." No, mm-hmm. they're not. No, they know exactly what they're doing, and they're being egged on by people in office who have sway over them. Yep, the, these people, the the guy who I think the El Paso guy um, put up a manifesto twenty minutes before he walked into the Walmart. Yep. And he had driven like seven hours to get there. So you, it wasn't 
a spur of the moment thing. He had to write that shit in the car and post it before anybody could stop him. Oh yeah. That is not mental illness. That is fucking preparation. Mm hmm. And that dude, did, did, did that dude live? I think he's the dude that's still alive, right? Uh, I don't know. Cause I think the guy from Ohio is dead, but it's unfucking believable. You just can't go anywhere anymore. They want you to no, be scared. You can't. No. And it's working. Well, it is. You know, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. That's all we got. Yep. <clears throat> yep. It you know, it is it's not gonna get any better until something hits certain people incredibly close to home. Yeah, and and the, and and even with that sniper who tried to take out that senator at the softball game, mm-hmm. you know they just didn't give a shit about that. Yep, you've got to find the person that's going to be most affected by some sort of reaction. Yeah, but I mean, more loss of life is is kind of not the answer, but. <sighs> No, but, you know, prisons are already overcrowded. Maybe that's how we, we deal with the immigration program, is we just start moving all these people out. Alabama, guess what? You're going to the Dominican. Good luck. <laughs> Move them all out. Yeah? Georgia? Yeah. We'll keep a couple places in Georgia, but the rest of you, you're gone. You're in Guatemala. <laughs> There's lots of desert down in Mexico. Why don't you just go start a new place? Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, did you see the video of the woman that got tasered by the cops yes. for for yes. fleeing the scene? Yes. Oh my god, that is one of the funniest videos I've seen all week. <laughs> so, if you haven't seen it, you have to it's it's probably on YouTube somewhere. Um, but basically she got pulled over, um, for fleeing. Well, no, the original thing was that she got pulled over and was going to be given an $80 ticket mm-hmm. for something. The video never really goes into what it was, whether it was a, a broken taillight or, or her registration was expired. But the cop says something about you've known about it for six months. Mm-hmm. So either she was pulled over previously and let loose with a warning or she let her thing lapse. And so the cops basically hands her the th- hands her the, the ticket pad and says, sign this. And she says, no, she's and rolls up her window. Yep. And the cop is like, no, seriously, like you're going to make this way worse for yourself. If just just roll the window down and sign this. And so she takes off and for some reason then stops. So cop basically rips the door open and pull and yanks her out mm-hmm. and she's like fighting him the entire time. And then suddenly she, she either gets up or does whatever. So he pulls out his taser and he shoots her right? and she flops to the floor. And then she's like, I'm in pain. Leave me alone. So, so the cop, she's like, I hurt all over. And, and so the cop goes, I know I called an ambulance for you. She goes, why did you call an ambulance? And it's like, yeah lady because now you're going to be charged with the ambulance ride on top of whatever the legal fees are for assaulting a cop yep and then she blames it on the fact that she's a country girl 
and that that's why she ran. And it was like, don't blame it on something else. You're just a fucking asshole. And right. you deserve well, everything that you got. Well, and she is, because she's complaining she didn't want a ticket for something that can be fixed. Right. It's like, well, this cop gave her a warning six months ago. Why didn't you fix it? Right. Stupid redneck bitch. <laughs> you know, I mean, th- th- they should be deported. Yeah. Send this, send this fucking idiot far, far away. Oh, we so- don't need... So apparently this woman in her struggle kicked the cop in the groin. Yes. And then got tasered. So that's all he did to her. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, if you look up, if you look up woman tased after fleeing, almost all of them on YouTube are this woman. Yep. Especially the top like four of them. Oh man. She was 65. Tased after fleeing, kicking officer over an $80 ticket. Mm-hmm. You kind of deserve whatever the fuck you get. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm tired of of hearing people say, well, you know, you have to respect your elders. No, some no. of them are just batshit crazy. Yeah, just be, and, and it goes for all kinds of things. Like, just because you're an elder or you're in the military does not mean you're not an asshole. Right. There are assholes in all walks of life, all ages, all colors, all creeds, all sexual orientations. Like there are just assholes everywhere. Mm -hmm. And just because you decide that you've lived to a certain age or you did something that other people don't do, that does that not make you an asshole. Right. So I'm sorry to get on a soapbox on a fucking Sunday. Well, no, because that's a great segue for what I was going to bring up today. Okay. What are we going to bring up? So a, a, Apparently, I can watch my Amazon Prime account through my Xfinity account. Huh? Through Xfinity, okay. you can watch your Netflix, your your Pluto TV, your Amazon Prime, all that stuff on Xfinity. So they have like an app section? They have an app section. Okay. So I, I've been, I haven't been watching a lot on it because I'd be watching it on my laptop and I like to do other stuff on my laptop at the same time. And, okay. you know, so, but, um, I binge watched the boys this oh. weekend. <laughs> yes. Have you seen it? I, I binge watched it last week as well. Okay. Well, good. So talking about people who are just assholes, <laughs> <laughs> this is about the boys is kind of a, CIA sponsored uh, black ops put together to kind of police the superheroes. More and or the less, superheroes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the superheroes believe that they've gotten their powers from God and they have press agents and media handlers and they're, when they're on screen, they're, they're those perfect heroes you want to idolize and when they're off screen, they are assholes yep there there's the captain america superman hybrid called homelander Mm -hmm. um there's the wonder woman queen Maeve. there's the uh captain marvel starlight there's the aquaman called the deep Mm -hmm. who's just the biggest idiot (laughs) um there's a superhero called translucent who can make his skin invisible there's a superhero called black noir Right. Who, after eight episodes, I still don't know much about. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, who did I leave out? 
Oh, A Train. Yes, A Train is the Flash equivalent. Yes. And all of these people are part of the Seven. So this is a world where superheroes are known. Um, some of them have contracts with specific cities. Some of them have TV series. Uh, they had one episode where they went to a Comic-Con and there were um, past superheroes mm-hmm. who had fallen out of the limelight, who were like signing autographs and stuff, um, one of which was Haley Joel Osment. Who play, yeah, he plays um, Mesmer. Mesmer, the mesmerizer. Yeah, who who can like see your thoughts and past memories by touching you. Yes. But what's really uh, funny about that scene is like sitting next to him is Tara Reed. Yes. On one side and Billy Zane on the other. Billy Zane on the other. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who got who got credits for that? He's Billy Zane is also in another episode where he's it's like a movie trailer for one of the the oh. sevens movies and he's in it. Okay. Oh, I didn't catch that. So yeah, he's in a couple of them as okay. himself. Yeah. And these, these superheroes all report to this huge corporation called Vought, V O U G H T who manage them yep. and, you know, negotiate their deals and they assign them to specific, uh, me appearances. Um, there's this weird, religious cult thing um ezekiel the the other superhero yeah it's ezekiel. just it's he is, is ezekiel yes it's it's just it's really well done it's so fucking graphic yes yes if you're gonna and, if you're gonna watch this you need to understand that language and um the the violence is very very graphic it's brutal. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's Walking Dead brutal, if not worse. I would put it above Walking Dead. Yeah. As far as uh, like bru- like the brutality of it. Yeah. And I was fine with most of it, but Haley Joel Osment getting killed that w- I couldn't watch that. <laughs> I could not watch that. It was horrible. I I did kind of like the dolphin. <laughs> so okay, so so we should just say up front, we're gonna spoil the shit out of this if you haven't seen. Yeah. It. Yeah. Get off your asses and watch it. Um, yeah, so this is based on a comic book, uh, on a comic book run of, I think it was like 62 issues, where the violence and the the sexual things that happen in it are even more than what you see in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, this show apparently um, went through at um, Amazon with certain things that needed to be cut. Like for instance, there's a scene early on, I think it's in the first episode when starlight shows up to the sevens headquarters. Mm-hmm. Um, she is forced to give a blow job to the deep. Yes. In the comic book, once she's done with the deep, all the other male characters come out and drop their pants and say, okay, now us. Oh my God. So they had to tone some of it down. Apparently there's a scene that they shot for the second episode where, Homelander, once you you go through the first episode not really really knowing what Homelander truly is like. They do this good job of setting up like, well, he might be the only one that's like the straight-laced superhero. Mm-hmm. And then at the end you find out, no, he's just as fucked up as the rest of them. And apparently there was a scene in the second episode where he goes up onto the Chrysler building and begins to jerk off 
saying I'm Homelander, I can do whatever I want, and and like shoots come all over the city, and um, mm-hmm. and um, Amazon said, "Well, you guys need to kind of tone that back," and they said, "That really? That's what you want us to tone yeah. down?" And they were like, "Yeah." So, <laughs> and they and they basically said that was like the one fight they lost. Yeah, and, but I mean, if if that's the fight you're going to lose with everything else. What I what I really appreciated about the show is the fact that if superheroes were real, mm-hmm. this would be exactly what they'd be like. Yeah, because they're like those self-entitled people who are always told how wonderful they are. Yep. And they believe their own press and they get out of control. Yep. And there would be there would be agents, there would be superhero agents that were negotiating fees. One of the things that at the seven headquarters is there are a group of people that figure out when crimes are going to take place and what superhero is best fit to fix it. So yep. that's that's how they get like their name out there and arrows in the right place at the right time to stop these crimes. Yep. And but the writing and the the situations that they get themselves into and out of are done so well in this show. Yep. The the thing with the airplane when yes. when they go to stop the hijacking, yep. like I don't want to give this away because it's such a weird part of the TV show, but I, my mouth was like just agape with like holy shit they're actually going to go to this place in this TV show. Yep. Um, you know the the dolphin thing was really funny, like you said. Yep. Um The part where the deep takes the girl back to his apartment and basically oh my gets God. like. I don't know if you want to call that getting raped, but like she, she fingers his gills. Yeah. And not like, just like, like a little bit, like sticks her whole hand in Mm -hmm. and he's saying, stop, it hurts. And she's like, shut up you pansy. Yeah. So like, it's really, really fucked up, but it's really well done. And I'm very happy that, that Carl Urban's finally getting the kind of recognition that he kind of deserves. Sure. Because he does so well in this and he's been kind of pigeonholed into this as an actor of like getting shows that don't do very well. And it's, it's never his fault. Mm -hmm. He's always like the bright spot of these things, but he just kind of picks the wrong projects. Right. And this is totally what he should be making so much. Like they, they announced before it premiered that there was going to be a season two Mm-hmm. And apparently they're already shooting it. Wow. Because they're like halfway through well, good, episode. Well, good, because they left a lot of open <laughs> questions. Yeah. And I never saw the ending coming. No, I didn't either. Like, there's there's a lot of times that you see you see TV shows and you're like, okay, this is where they're going to end up with this. Yep. And they've, they've kind of brought you along on this ride of, like, understanding where Butcher's coming from and why he's upset and he may not always handle it the right way, but you can kind of see where he's coming from. And then at the very end, everything that you have known is wrong. And it's like, wow. Okay. That's really, Mm -hmm. really fucked up. Yeah. What'd you think of the scene? Um, I can't remember her name. Something pop claw. Yes. Oh, where she's, she's sitting on the dude's face. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that, oh my God. (laughs) 
I mean, that was that. To be fair, that was in a trailer, so we're not giving anything away by talking about that. Yeah, but it's pretty fucked up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh man, it's it's just so weird and, and such an awesome. It's it's a refreshing look at superheroes. Yes. Because it's not the uncorruptible Captain America who is only doing the right thing. It's superheroes are out of hand. We're going to stop them. Yes. And by some fucked up means. <laughs> in the in the second episode where they 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 are dealing with translucent. Mhm. At the very end where they figure out how to finally kill him. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It, it's very similar to that that theory fans had about Ant Man and Thanos. Yes, yes, exactly. Incredibly similar to that. <laughs> uh, and this universe too had its own kind of Ant Man. Like there's that scene when they go to the superhero sex club. Oh my god! Where you yeah. see the little Ant Man guy run and dive into the woman's pussy. Yes. Like, pr- like. So this was this was produced by the same people that bring you Preacher on AMC, uh-huh. and that includes Seth Rogen. Yep. So if you've ever seen a Seth Rogen film, you'll know what kind of humor you're dealing with. <laughs> and it it is just as fucked up as anything else you've seen. Think of like Sausage Party or any of those. Yeah, it's it's very over the top. Yeah. And I, th- I think he actually has a cameo too. I think he does. So, and I think I guess he's, he's going to be in the Black Noir movie. Yeah, and I guess he's going to have a larger role in season two. Oh goody! Wow. <laughs> Come on. I, I'm not a big Seth Rogen fan. He's good in small doses. Incredibly small. <laughs> Green Hornet? No. no. But did you see? Did you see? Uh, this is the end. No. Where they, whoa, hello, where where him and all his friends play themselves, but it's the end of the world. No, it's that's very funny. Okay, and he basically was was one of the big creators on that. So okay, so, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, the boys, the boys. If you like, if if you like superhero shows, and you are kind of tired of the same old status quo superhero shows yes then this, this is something that you should be watching uh, yes um, I would have to say one of my favorite scenes was when they discovered where the um, compound V was being shipped mm-hmm. and um, the guards come in and catch them so he uses the baby as a gun. Yes, and that's also in a trailer, so we're not spoiling anything. Yes. But, um, yeah, apparently also um, one of the guys at work has read all the comic books, and he was saying that um, very much true to the comics, you don't hear or see a whole bunch about um, Black Noir or uh, the female. Yeah. Which they 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 kind of touched on but not really apparently as you get more into the comic books in the next like story from where this goes they become mm-hmm. more central so you you might find out more about Black Noir oh, okay. and the female but okay. one of the things that I do like about this is that they didn't try to shove everything in there 
No, they didn't. Like this is really a a um just the tip of the iceberg. They knew what they had and they were like if this doesn't go on, if this is the only chance we get, then that's fine. But we're not going to shove everything into one season. Mhm. So I I kind of appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was very well done. Very very much a comment on our current times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, entitlement and privilege and all that kind of bullshit. <laughs> and Elizabeth Shue, I don't think she's aged well. No, she her face is a little tight. <laughs> yeah, see when she, she when she showed up on CSI a couple of years ago, she was kind of hurting then, and she, it has not progressed well mm-hmm. for her. Yeah. And there's that weird relationship that her character has with Homelander. Which I still can't figure out. No. It's like, so. I mean, at one point I was thinking it's like, so maybe she's his mother and his his aging was accelerated or I don't know. It was just weird. Well, I, I was kind of thinking that right up until the point where they slept together. Yes. And then I was like, okay, that can't be what that is. But maybe. Maybe they're just a fucked up family. Yeah. Because there was all that weird stuff of... Um, they're, they're shooting... I guess they were shooting a video to make them more likable to go into yes. the military. Well, they were making a... They're, yes, they wanted a military contract and they were pre- creating... Um, this this propaganda film basically right and so they go to what supposedly was his house which actually wasn't uh-huh and yeah there's a blanket that i guess he had as a kid in the lab yep and he flips out and like elizabeth shoe shows up to like chill him out and stuff and at one point she like grabs his dick and calms him down. And then yeah. like, there's a scene where she puts him down on a couch and like jumps on top of him, And it's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck is going on? There's that really odd thing where he's laying on the couch on her, on her uh, lap and she opens her shirt. Like she's going to feed him. Yes. Well, see, that's why I thought that maybe they had some weird mother son relationship. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was really, really weird. Yes. Um. Yeah, but it's it's definitely worth watching the what's it eight hours? Yeah, yeah. It's just enough. Yeah. You know, it, it's it's an I like these short seasons, and and it's definitely binge worthy. Like, mm-hmm. I tried very hard not to do more than one episode at a time. Yeah, but there was a couple of nights where I was like, I got to see what happens next. Yeah. No, I watched, I watched it over three days. Okay. There was nothing else on TV. So (laughs) reruns of murder. She wrote in the fall guy. Oh, there you go. What, what the hell is that in the background? That is the rain hitting the, um, Oh my God. The, the skylight in the studio. Wow. Yeah. It's thundering and shit outside, so. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. So the guy that played A Train, um, uh-huh. was also in Shaft this year as yeah. Shaft Junior, and he he was also in that god awful um, sequel to Independence Day. Oh, okay. I knew I knew him from somewhere. Okay. So. Yeah, it's raining pretty good out there. Holy shit. Yeah. That almost sounds like hail. Huh. Anywho. Wow. Okay. So, so speaking of comic book stuff, they announced a couple of new things for the Crisis on Infinite Earths show this week. They did? Um, today's thing was that they just announced that they're going to have Kevin Conroy play Bruce Wayne in one of the alternate times. Really? Yep. Okay. Um, That's interesting. There is talk that he might be the Batman to Burt Ward's Robin. Oh, okay. Which would be interesting. Um, and they also talked about bringing back um, Tom Welling to be one of... As Superman? As Superman. Wow. Okay. I feel like DC wants to canonize everything into one gigantic universe. And this is how they're going to do it. Good Lord. Jesus. So, yeah, those those were the couple of announcements where it really feels like this thing's going to be huge. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... They're also bringing in Black Lightning into the fold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I, I don't want it not to be. My, not my demographic. No, but I also don't want it to be where you have to watch all the shit leading up to it. Mm-hmm. Because the, so they, they just announced dates and times for all this stuff as well. Yeah. And the first, the first part of Crisis on Infinite Earths will take place on the Supergirl time slot. Okay. December 8th at 8. Then Monday, December 9th at 8. Tuesday, December 10th at 8. And then there is a hiatus. And they're going to do um, the last part of Crisis on Infinite Earths on January 14th from 8 to 10. Yeah. And that's gonna that's gonna cover both the Arrow and the Legends of Tomorrow time slot. Well, they better hope that the story keeps people's interest because that hiatus is gonna kill them. Well, that's why they're probably gonna end the hi the. It, there'll probably be a cliffhanger on December tenth. Yep. That will keep you guessing until. But a whole month. I well I know. I... See, that's why I like these short seasons. Yeah. Yep. You know, these these 22 season 22 episode seasons are just getting too strung out. Uh, yeah, especially in their their current layout. Mhm. Yeah. And and I can't wait for them to to explain how Brennan Ralph is going to be Kingdom Come Superman and the Atom all at the same time. Well, yeah. Really kind of hope that there's this weird, like, 
they stop and they look at each other. Right. And you're like, what? But I guess John Cryer is making like, like a third wind of his acting career playing Lex Luthor. Yeah. Because he's going to be in this as well. He's pretty good, too. Is he? I had I had real doubts about it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, he's he's uh, pretty a- evil. <laughs> so he's not playing his character from Superman 4? <laughs> no. No, but you know what's funny is that Miss Tessmacher was a character on Supergirl this last season. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So, you know, there's like little homages to the other things that have come before. Okay. I yeah. Mean, I mean, this definitely feels like DCTV cares about the heritage of of the past. Oh, definitely. And trying definitely. trying to put in all these little things. Like in the crossover last year when they go to Supergirl's Earth and they recreate the beginning of Smallville. Yes. And, you know, they're like, okay, this is kind of canon. And so now they're thinking about bringing back Tom Welling is, and canonizing all that stuff and right. bringing him back as an older Superman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's going to be kind of interesting to see what they do with this. Yeah. Especially in the wake of them losing Arrow this year. Yeah. But they've also, I guess they've also said that... Um, the CW is now looking for a replacement for Arrow within the yeah. DC universe. Okay. And that they were talking about the the flash forwards on Arrow with like young team yes. Arrow. Yes, I would, would love that. Would be that replacement. That would be awesome. It, I would really like that. It, it's it's would be a way of, of carrying that on without having to deal with the baggage of, of Arrow. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you call it Arrow 2049 or whatever the hell year <laughs> that it's in. Right. But I mean, I I really like the kid that plays William or the guy that plays William in that. Yes. Uh, he's good. The, the, the girl that plays Mia Queen is pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they already have an established cast that can handle it. Yeah, I mean, if these flash forwards have been kind of a backdoor pilot, mm-hmm. I I would buy it. Yeah, so I would I. watch that. I would watch that. Yeah, so we'll have that to talk about in December and January. Yes. Well, good. Um, what was the other thing I'd written down? Uh, I don't remember now. We talked about The Witcher, right? When it was yes. Okay. Yes, you're excited for it. Yes, I am. I think Henry Cavill will make a good Witcher. Okay. I mean, the dude is like twice the size he was a Superman now. Yeah, right? Which is no mean feat because he was huge as Superman. 
Yep. There was some big uh, theme park news in the news this week. Yes, you guys are getting another new theme park. Yes. One more thing to fuck up the highway. (laughs) (laughs) And I was not really that excited about this theme park Uh until I saw the whole plan for it. So So this is called uh, Universal's Epic Universe. Right. And it's going to be down by um, uh, Lockheed Martin. Okay, I I don't know where that... It's on... uh, uh, It's a little further down from where the park is. So, last time that I was down there, we had talked about, like, where the old Wet n' Wild was. Yep. That that had been bought, too, but I guess that's not... That has nothing That's to not do with this, ex- for this expansion? Right. Okay. No. At least not yet. Okay. Um, but apparently they're already already moving in equipment and it's been leveled and it's going full force. And it, it looks kind of cool. I mean, I'm not a big video person, so I wasn't excited about the Nintendo section of the park. Right. But it looks fun. There's going to be a Mario Kart attraction. Right. There's going to be a Donkey Kong themed area, which will have a ride. And there's going to be a, uh, a Yoshi dark ride, which I would assume is going to be pretty close to E.T. So this is not going to be near the universal like compound, right? Uh, no, it's a little further down. It's south of that? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> well, you said down. Well, I, I just don't... I have no sense of direction. Okay. So, yes. So, in addition to Nintendo Land, there's talk that there's a Universal Classic Monsters-themed land. See, I think that would be interesting. I do, too. I think that'd be really cool. Um, there's... Looks like there's going to be a Fantastic Beasts land. So, another okay. Harry Potter land. That you'll have to buy a ticket uh, to. That you'll have to buy a ticket to. Yes. Um, and that looks kind of cool. It looks like it's another, you know, highly immersive thing where you walk through either the this the 1940s New York or it could be Paris. It's kind of hard to tell from the from the little bit of art they showed. Okay, so you said it was going to be near Lockheed Martin. Yeah, I think so, because there was a comment about them having to like clean up some toxic dumping or something <laughs> because of whoever was there before. Okay, so, yeah, I'm looking at a map. There is a huge, like, empty section next to Lockheed Martin. Yeah. It's kind of behind Point Orlando. Yeah. And the convention center? Yeah. Okay. Down there. I guess that's north. That would be southeast. Is it? Yes. From, you know. Like I said, I have no sense of direction. (laughs) I mean, it's not terribly far, although, like, the nice thing about the two the two um, Universal theme parks is you can walk between them. Right. Well, and the same, yeah. So, they're going to have to put some sort of transportation between all three parks. Hmm. Another Hogwarts Express? Uh, could be. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's just justification to raise the ticket prices, right? Well, of course it is. 
But they really don't need a reason to raise ticket prices. They just do it anyway. Right. Because now you need a three-park park hopper yes. pass. And if you want to, you know, go to their water park. Exactly. There's an extra add-on yes. for that. Yeah. And so rounding out Epic Universe will be a How to Train Your Dragon Land. Is that the one that's got the roller coaster? Yes. Because that looks kind of cool. It does. I could get behind a, a dragon roller coaster. I mean, it's not like Universal never had those before. Well, you know, <laughs> just save the track and the cars. Repaint Did, them. Didn't that become something else, though? Didn't they do it's something Hagrid's, like that? Yeah, but not the tracks or the cars. Right, but I thought they had... Okay. It became... The, the space became what, Hagrid's. Right. right. But it was another dragon-themed coaster before that based on the Triwizard Championships. Oh, uh, okay. Or whatever that was. Okay. So, yeah. So, could be cool. It'll <laughs> probably be open in, you know, three years. And that'll be the perfect time to go to all the other parks because that one will be, like, jam-packed. Right. <laughs> I mean, I... Yeah. I guess it's good competition, but you know, with with it being as far away from the other parks as it is, mm-hmm. unless you're doing something very specific, like you want to go to Fantastic Beast Land, right? Like I don't know, they they would have to make it like pretty worth my while to have to go all the way over there. I mean, I guess that's big enough for a theme park, that space. There is a, uh, looks like a water reclamation facility right next to it. Yes, there is. So that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Wind blowing in the wrong direction. Oh, that's just, um, the dragons. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. really is just a shove it in there type deal <laughs> like sure we have this much space now they really could just go and buy out the hotels that are opposite Universal on Kirkman Road and plow those under right and put a third park there yeah yeah, I mean, Universal was so, so, like, trying to get into the theme park game when they built that original park. They never thought that they'd have to expand this much. And that's why you don't have that room there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's not enough space to get rid of all the sound stages. Uh, no, those sound stages are valuable for horror nights. Uh, yeah, true. And that pretty much backs up right into the other park. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's not like the film industry in Central Florida is going anywhere. <laughs> it never really took off like they thought. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, looking at that space, like, around Universal, there really is no good place. 
No, and the fact that their their water park is right up next to the interstate. Yeah. You know, I'm just waiting for some really big fat guy to go on a water slide <laughs> and be thrown out onto I-4 during rush hour. Oh, that would that that would suck for him, but that'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it is literally there is like a couple of trees and then an access road and then you're on the I-4. Mhm. Like there are yes. cabanas that back up to that to to I-4 yeah. there. Like, to the I four. That's crazy. Yep. And that's what happened to Walt when he built Disneyland. Is he bought as much land as he could, but then when it got out what he was doing, people started to buy up the land around it. Yep. And you know, you can see, you know, McDonald's from the Matterhorn. Yep. So when he came to Florida, he kept his mouth shut and bought as much land as he possibly could. <laughs> and now you've got all these little transitional green spaces between parks and hotels and right. that kind of crap. But I mean, it is, if, if you study the, the history of Disneyland, mm-hmm. the first couple of years, everything was sponsored in that park. Oh yeah. If because you, he had trouble keeping the funding for everything he wanted to do. So he went outside for, for sponsorships. Yeah. And if you look at those early photos, like there was, um, there were shots of like down main street and everything was so-and-so's chicken and, and, and this is sponsored by this and, and like totally against the whole corporate thing that Disney does kind of now. Right. Um, but I mean, even like 20 years ago, there were, there were spots in those parks that were sponsored by companies. Um, and there still are, and and there still are, but it's not as overt and blatant. As it as it originally was, it depends. Yeah, you think? Well, I mean, you you have to pay attention to it. Okay. But it's things like the land boat ride sponsored by Chiquita Bananas, and okay. it's you know, they only sell Coke products. They only sell Oral Redenbacher. They now have Starbucks in the parks. <laughs> Jesus. Um, a lot of the attractions are sponsored by some other corporation. Okay, I didn't realize it was still that bad. Yeah, it's still going. I guess that's just a way for Disney and Universal to subsidize those attractions. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Get somebody else to pay for it. (laughs) That's why everybody laughed during Jurassic World when they talked about AT&T presents the Indominus Rex, but it's like, no, that's Mm -hmm. kind of the way it really works. Right, right. Yeah, it's kind of messed up. Yes. Um, so while we've been talking about theme park stuff, uh-huh. um, there's a new theme park in Indonesia. It's uh, Trans Studio Theme Park. Okay. And it's got a lot of um, legendary entertainment properties. Okay. So the one that looks most interesting to me is there is a Pacific Rim attraction. Oh, I just heard something about that. And it sounds really cool because you kind of go into this, you know, um, building thinking you're going to go on a ride, but something happens right before you get on the vehicles and they evacuate you into the backstage. Okay. Or at least it's what, what looks like the backstage. Okay. 
and you come in, uh, into contact with life life size kaiju's. There's one that you have to walk through to get out. Um, there's the Jaggers. Uh huh. It, it looks really cool. Wow. Okay. Do, is this is this just plans for it? Or is this like concept? No, it's art? opened. Oh, no, it just opened. Really? Yes. Uh, pork. Park attraction. Uh, let's see, do they have images? There are some. Oh wow! There be some. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks very neat. I liked the first movie. The second movie was terrible. Yeah, well, most sequels are. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because this ride, this thing is is so cool that it you appear to go to the backstage of the theme park, and at one point you come up by like the roller coaster with a dead kaiju draped over it, and it seems really cool. <laughs> we need to take a trip to Indonesia. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How come all the really cool shit is in other countries? Because they can get away with shit over there they can't do here. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. But, I mean, that was always the thing. Like, like you'd see all this cool shit of, in, like, Disneyland, Shanghai, or, or yep. China, or whatever. <clears throat> and it wasn't until recently where they were like, everybody loves that Tron coaster that's over there. Let's bring that over here. Right. But you always see that kind of stuff, like these big, cool things in other countries. And, you know, we're worried about fucking OSHA and <laughs> safety and shit. You got to keep your arms in the thing at all times. That's right. Well, look, I know if I'm stupid enough to stick my hand out somewhere, I shouldn't. If I lose it, it mm-hmm. you know, it's my fault. Yep. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. the future Chris <laughs> future is amazing but only in other countries only in other countries that's right <laughs> not here <laughs> yeah well we get stuck with like transformers and well I'm sure that was you know popular to somebody <laughs> yeah 15 years ago Uh. Yeah, when I when I saw the thing, I guess it was this morning online. I thought it was like they were planning it, but it hadn't been built yet. Yeah. But Nope, it's open. The first the world's first immersive theater dark ride. Mm-hmm. 3D film effects as well as practical effects and animatronics. Wasn't that Spider-Man? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark 7 Jaeger called Storm Garuda. They can pilot the most advanced mobile weapon 
Thanks to the imaginative combination of 3D film sequences, practical effects, and state-of-the-art ride vehicle technologies. Mm-hmm. Surprise twist midway through the ride portion. The immersive ride experience sounds akin to the Millennium Falcon ride at, at Galaxy's Edge, though with the added benefit of practical effects. Huh. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yes, it does. Uh, while there's no news whether we'll be getting a Pacific Rim theme park ride stateside, though the announcement of Shatterdome does coincide nicely with the anime series set to debut on Netflix in 2020, Legendary may be testing out the different avenues through which they can franchise Pacific Rim, and if all goes well, a U.S. theme park ride may be well in our future. So there you go. I don't know what theme park they would put that in. Universal would have to buy the rights because Disney wouldn't. No. But that's even even though it's not like a Universal property, they would like you think they'd. Oh sure. Okay. I mean, Harry Potter's not a Universal property. Well, yeah, but that was Harry Potter for Christ's sakes. Well. They I knew they what gotta... they were getting into with that. Sure. Yeah, that looks very cool. Yeah. It's a whole new world of theme parks. See, the problem is that it would come over here and they'd have to cut the budget. And there wouldn't be that much cool shit in there. Right. It'd only be half as long. Yep. (laughs) Well, we only have this much space. We need need room for the gift shop. We need to get more people in and out of there per hour. Like, that ride count's got to be way the fuck up there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. So that was one of those reasons, like, when they shut down Great Movie Ride. They were like, it just takes too damn long to get through. You don't get enough people through there. Yep. Well, no, but you could get get out of the heat for 40 minutes. Like, chill out and fucking air conditioning. Yep. No, 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 not good enough. All right. I saw a video of one of the theme parks in Japan, maybe, for Disney, where their their main street is, like, covered. Yes, that's like a, Japan. Like a big glass roof. Uh-huh. And then, like, so if it rains, like, people are dry and stuff. And I always wondered yeah. why they never did that in Florida, because that just seems like a viable thing to do. Especially uh, in the summer. Well, I'd say first thing would be money. Um, <laughs> Japan's got that. a well. Japan's got a really bad rainy season. Yeah. So it made more. It makes sense to have a covered space over there. Okay. It's not really for shade, and it's open in the winter, and they get snow and shit. True. So uh, yeah, plus Japan pays for all their own stuff, whereas Disney. 
doesn't want to pay for anything. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else for this week? No, I don't. Okay. So next week will be a little different. We'll be together for the show. Yes. For once. Um, talk all about what we're doing while we're down there. Yep. Um, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs>